Hello and welcome to Central Life Church and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. Good morning and welcome to Central Life TV. Pastor Keith here. Today I'm going to talk about prophecy. And it's an amazing thing in the Old Testament when you read through the various prophecies concerning the coming Messiah, you know, particularly uh, Isaiah 53, where, where it goes through the whole list. But Isaiah 53 verse 1, it says, Who has believed our report? And whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, that the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. And we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. What an amazing piece of scripture. Just one example of the prophetic in the, the Old Testament that came to pass. Even back in the book of Genesis chapter 18, when God talks, 17 and 18, God talks to Abraham about his descendants. And he tells them that they're going to be taken into captivity. He tells them that they would be released. He tells them that the Redeemer would come from his descendants. Uh, It's just an amazing prophetic message from the Lord to Abraham. Go back and have a read of that when you have time in Genesis, uh, probably through from 16 all the way through to 19. Have a read of those things that God said to Abraham concerning his descendants. And then we we move forward into the Old Testament, you know, to people like Elijah and Elisha. The interesting part I find about them is that when Elijah, Elijah was being called by God and he was going to go and he wouldn't see death, right? He knew it. And he said, I'm going. And he, he, he left and Elisha followed hard after him. But there's an account in the scripture where it says that the prophets called out to Elisha and they said, "Um, your master's going to be taken from you today. And he says to them, oh, be quiet. I know that. Uh, But it amazed me that it wasn't just Elijah that knew that he was going to be taken up. It wasn't just Elisha who knew that he was going to be taken up. But the band, the company of prophets also knew that Elijah was going to be taken up on that day. I find that incredibly powerful that uh, a prophetic word can be so accurate 
that it comes to pass. In this modern age, we hear a lot of prophetic words. We hear a lot of people professing to be a prophet, the prophets, and not degrading the ministry of prophets and particularly not the office of prophet. But the scriptures tell us to judge the prophets whether they are of God. And it's really important for us when we receive a prophetic word, whether that's direct to us through our thoughts or our emotions or through something that is said to us or throughout scripture and God might drop something in, that we test those things. It's an important aspect to test the prophecies, whatever they may be. If I give you, have given you a prophetic word, you should test that prophetic word. If it never comes to pass, uh, you know, we used to call them the pizza prophecies. You know, you get a bit of prophecy with a bit of your pizza. But I, I don't like to despise prophecy. What I prefer to do is to say, well, it hasn't come to pass as yet. And so what I like to do is I like to put it up on the shelf. I write it down and I don't forget what has been said so that if it does come to pass, I can say that prophet got that correct. Now, over the years, I've, I've, and I've mentioned this in, in one of my other messages, that I've had lots of prophetic words. Very few of them have actually come to pass as the prophets have said. I do have a very close prophetic friend who is extremely, extremely accurate. And uh, she is an amazing prophetess. And uh, she lives up in Queensland these days. But, mate, she is accurate. And so those words I've been able to test because I write down what has been said. I write them down. And as those things come to pass, I go back and I have a look at the prophetic word and I say, did that happen? And this is how you know the difference between a prophetic word that came from the mouth of God and a prophetic word that came out of the hearts of men and women. People mean well, often. They, they just mean well. They want to encourage you. They want to strengthen you. They want to build you up. They want you to keep going in your faith. And so they'll give you an encouragement. And that's fantastic. But a prophetic word that comes from the Lord is a word out of the mouth of God, and it will come to pass. And that's how we can test the prophets. That's how we can protect ourselves as well from false prophecy, and how we can protect ourselves uh, from people who may be online and are saying the word, the God has said this and God has said that. Now, what I've found of the Lord over my many years in ministry is he doesn't speak much. He is slow to speak. He doesn't speak a million words. He doesn't speak a lot. But when he does speak, he might give you a simple phrase. He might give you a simple single word, and it will mean something. And it's that we have to capture. Capture what God is actually saying. What is God saying to you in this hour? Write it down. Test it test to see if you're hearing from the Lord accurately. And if it doesn't come to pass, you need to say, I got that wrong. I need to hone my prophetic skills. You know, the scriptures tell us that we should desire prophecy. 
that we should desire to prophesy, you know, in the book of Corinthians. And so it's an important aspect of our, of our Christian growth is that we work, not work at, it's the wrong word, that we cultivate the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And one of those gifts is that we would prophesy. Prophesy to yourself first. Prophesy to your phone family first. Write it down. See if what you say actually happens and comes to pass. If it does, you can know that what you're hearing is from the Lord rather than just out of your imagination. And we all want to be encouraging. But we also want, well, for me anyway, I would much rather give a single word from God than a sentence from Keith. So I really want to encourage you to go through the scriptures, have a look at how prophetic words came. Sometimes it came as an utterance. So the prophet would utter something and God would fulfill it. That does happen as well. But generally it's going to come from God to the prophet and we will speak it out. Now in the New Testament, we live in a very different dispensation so the office of prophets isn't quite the way it used to be. There are many people that are saying that they are prophets. God bless them. I pray that they are. But we have seen over the number of years recently many prophecies concerning various natural events, let's say, that didn't come to pass. And so you must question those prophecies. You must question whether those peep, those prophets are speaking from God. Now, they might fully believe and be fully committed to those words that they've spoken, and that's fine. But once they don't come to pass, and they accurately don't come to pass, then you must, you must be willing, you must be humble enough, you must submit yourself before the Lord and say, I got it wrong. You know, if a number of years ago, I had a prophetic word from the Lord about the great harvest was coming in that year, uh, probably about three years ago now. When the big harvest didn't come. We end up with COVID. So, you know, it, I was wrong. I was completely wrong. And so that harvest did not come in that year. And so I've got to take ownership of that and say, I got it wrong. I need to listen more to the Lord. I need to deeply listen to what he is saying, not what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling. Do I want a harvest of souls? You want to bet I do. Do I want to see the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? You want to bet I, I do. I fully believed in my heart that in 2020, Jesus was going to come. I thought for sure, you know, all the prophetic words that, I'd, that I knew and that I knew out of Scripture seemed to be coming to a head at that, that, in that hour. Instead, we had COVID. So that, that makes me stop and I think, you know, my prophecies too have not been as accurate as they could have been. I wish to be humble enough to say that I get it wrong as well and I need to go back to God and say, God, teach me, refine me refine me, refine how I hear, refine how I listen, so that I might get an accurate word out of your mouth. <laughs> you know, as I say those words today, I'm saying it almost as a prayer. Lord, I want to hear your voice. I want to know what you've got to say. 
I'm not interested in what my brain says. I'm not interested in what my heart says. I'm interested in what the Lord of hosts is saying. And so, you know, we must humble ourselves in the sight of God and and judge our own prophetic words. We must judge the words of the prophets. And when they're not getting them accurate and when they're not getting them right, I don't I don't hate the prophets. I don't hate the people who are trying to hear from God. I don't despise them. No, on the contrary, I pray for them. I encourage them. I say, Lord God, help them to hear your voice clearly. Even if that word that they're getting isn't something they want to hear. (laughs) And, you know, there's lots of things. I suspect that when Noah heard that God was going to flood the earth and destroy all humanity, uh, that wasn't a very nice word. It wasn't something he was hoping to get. Uh, Yet he got it and he lived his life according to that word. And we we still have life on the planet of humans because of his obedience to that word. And we see it over and over and over in the Old Testament, where a prophetic word would come. The widow, you know, the widow that had nothing, and the prophet comes to her and says, what have you got? She goes, I've just got some jars. You go, well, go and get as many jars as you can. And they started filling the jars. And you know the story. They just kept filling. They kept filling until she had no, she went and borrowed jars, and, and she still kept filling the jars with oil and And the prophetic word came to pass according to the words of the prophet. You know, that's how you know that a prophetic word is true because it comes to pass. So I hope that encourages you to really seek God, that that we would desire prophecy, that, that hone your skill and hone your skill in your own bedroom. You know, simply just write it down, write it down, see if it comes to pass. If it comes to pass, you know that was God. You might even be able to go to a a close friend or a a pastoral leader somewhere that that you could say, I want to develop my skill in this area. Um, Help me to be accountable. That's an important thing of the prophets is they need to be accountable. Uh, to somebody somewhere so that their prophecies um, can be tested, as it were. That's the heart of the prophet. We We want to hear from the voice of God, not from our own lips, not out of our own voice. Can I pray for you this morning concerning the gifts of prophecy? Father God, I pray for all of those watching this morning, those particularly that you have gifted with the gift of prophecy. Father God, that you would pour out an anointing upon them, that they would hear your voice clearly and accurately, that they would come to know that this is the voice of God and this is not. And Father, that they would accurately be able to follow after your words. I pray this for myself also, Father God, that I would hear your words accurately. Lord God, that your voice would come to me clearly and concisely, and that I would know the mind of God. Pray that for all of those that are watching as well, Father God, that they would submit themselves under authority, 
that they would submit themselves in a place where they can they can hone your prophetic voice and make it accurate. What we need more in this in this time more than ever is not just more prophecy, but we want your voice, your word in this hour from your lips out through our mouths. Father God, we pray that in your wonderful son's name, Jesus, Yeshua the Messiah. God bless you, may keep you, and I will, of course, see you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening, and a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook, and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.